0: Okay, all right, hallelujah. Bless the name of Jesus. Bless your holy name, Father. Heavenly Father, we do thank you for this night's Bible study. May enrich our hearts and our minds and our souls, and may your words sink deep down into our spirits, Father, so they become part of us, and we can be the light that you have called us to be. Speak to us, Holy Spirit, your words of truth. We give you the glory for all things in the precious name of Jesus. Amen. We're gonna go over um, a subject here tonight that we're somewhat familiar with. Um, even after walking in His truth, for so many years it's, it's still, um, at times seeming like it's almost new, because I, it's one of those subjects that you can never exhaust even though you may think that you know it. But um you do know we live in a time, brothers and sisters, that tradition with most people is more important than truth. Sure um, is a lot of people would rather accept the religion. This this sounds as something's wrong. Praise the Lord. It's going woom, woom, woom. I'm getting a whole bunch of woom, woom, woom every time I say something. See, it's stuff like it it distracts me because let me tell you what I do, brother and sister, in case you don't know. Even though I'm up here speaking, I'm trying my best to stay in tune with the Holy Spirit in my mind rather than just get up here and just blab out a bunch of words. That's the reason why my words penetrate so much. The scripture teaches me that you must be determined not to speak your own words. And I've often, if I said it once, I've said it a hundred times, nobody don't want to hear from you. And if you ever notice whenever you're sitting before a speaker, you can tell when you're hearing from man because it grieves you. It just flat out grieves you. It's just grieving. That's when you know that you're not hearing from the Spirit. Mhm. So I'm, I'm just as much as that's the reason why I put so much emphasis on the sound thing right here, brother and sister, Because I'm, you know, I try to do everything I can to not be distracted. Why I got a, a, a line if I can use that, a, a link. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. And that's the difference. But um, where I was leaving off at, or where I left off at, is that there are so many people uh, today that take tradition over truth. Um, Many people have become content with the religion of their geographical location that they grew up in. There's very few examples uh, like Abraham or at the time he was called Abram. There's very few examples of uh, men today getting up, getting out of their father's house so they might go find the eternal king of glory Um, just by living this Christian walk right here we can see that um, I'm sorry saints but this is annoying you may don't hear what I hear but it is flat out annoying Praise the Lord. You don't hear that now? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Mm. Every single time. See it? All right. What what did I say last? Are y'all here? Are y'all just on zombie? Well, believe it or not, that's the kind of spirit that got us in trouble, the reason why we're in the shape we're in the first place. We, we sit here oxygen takers and taking up space and matter and time and not ever really using our mental faculties to record the truth. Go ahead, brother. You are talking about there's not too many men today that be like Abraham and get up out of their father. Thank you very much. Exactly. There's not too many men like Father Abraham or Abraham. Abraham or Abram. Today that love the eternal king of glory, almighty Yahweh, more than anything in this world. You see, truth is associated with the one who created us. And that truth is him. And there's one attribute about the heavenly father that will stand tried and true throughout the test of time, is that he is the Lord thy God, and he changes not. Man throughout the angles of times and centuries may adapt to many different environments, become chameleons, it changes over all different types of aspects of life, but there's one thing about our God, he never changes. As a matter of fact, he says in his word, heaven and earth shall pass away, but my word will never pass away. Did y'all hear that? Yes, so with that thought in mind, we're going to go over a subject that may seem so simple, but it's not so simple. So it will, it, it will be ingrained even more so into our spirit of the truth of the king who we really truly serve. Because his word is him. Yes, Hallelujah. And he said, if my word abide in you, you, you understand that, abide, I'm making a bold. Yes. He wants an eternal existence with you, not just in this life, but in the life to come. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. He wants that, brother and sister. So he wants his word to abide in you and, and, and then he in you. He wants us to be one with the Father. Amen. Just like he is one with us. Amen. Amen. We want to talk about the Sabbath day. The seventh day. Many people in our society have been duped, deceived, hoodwinked, bushwhacked into believing that the first day of the week, commonly called Sunday, is the Lord's Day. But however, when someone does an educational study of the King James Version of the Bible, it is quickly and easy to dispel to the one who has studied to show themselves approved unto God This myth, this lie that has been proposed and propagated upon the people today, all it is is Satan's attempt to make sure that you transgress the holy commandment of God and that you never walk in the newness of life. Because we all know truly that the Sabbath day is like opening up another whole door of revelation. It seems like that those who are Sabbath keepers or the Sabbath is keeping them. They become students of the scriptures. And they learn more about their God because they don't want to be deceived. We're going to do a lot of reading here. So, therefore, we need to do a lot of listening, okay? Over in Genesis, the second chapter, and we're going to read verses 1 through 3. Thus the heavens and the earth were finished, and all the host of them. And on the seventh day, God ended his work which he had made... And he rested on the seventh day from all his work which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it because that in it he had rested from all his work which God had created and made. Yeah, you got it out, Brother Shane. That's pretty good. It's out. Good. So God ended his work on the seventh day. And God rested the seventh day. And God blessed the seventh day. And God sanctified the seventh day. God puts a lot of a stamp of approval on this, doesn't he? Hallelujah. Exodus 16. Verses 22. Exodus 16, 22, through verse 30. And it came to pass that on the sixth day. So we do notice that God doesn't identify the days of the week like we have um, been taught throughout our generations. You do know that there's a prophecy in the scripture they said that God would take. Now, you gotta understand, we're, we're talking about our descendants. Uh, we're talking about people who came before us. God said He was gonna take His people and put them into bondage. And He said He's gonna take you and remove you into another country that know not God. And, matter of fact, said that the people would be duped and deceived into serving gods that have no eyes, and ears that cannot hear, and mouths that cannot speak, and eyes that cannot see. And, of course, we're in that time now. We're in a time where Israel, God's people, we are steeped in a land of paganism with a, that has a veneer of what they call godliness and holiness, which is nothing but satanic perversion, masked under the cloak of Christianity. Amen? The reason why we go over this is because our God is true. Hallelujah. And he is the truth. Do we understand this? And he doesn't change. So going over these scriptures right here, we're going to read. We're going to find out a lot about our God about this seventh day. Because we're going to find out that the truth is the Lord's day is the seventh day. Hallelujah. And not only are we going to cover this in old covenant, but new covenant. Because it is very important. The Sabbath day is just as important. Um, As the commandment that thou shalt have no other gods before me. You know, in our society, uh, people worship everything. They worship crosses. They bow down before them. They speak to them. They talk to them. They worship statues, uh, little angels, little naked angels uh, flying around with wings, um, trinkets, and all kinds of just, just, it's just nonsense. Totally contrary against the commandment that we've done. And a society that has gone far away from God, how can they be blessed of him when they won't follow him? Amen. We all seem to be told in the same word. We just don't all believe it. Hallelujah. But the ones that do believe it will be blessed. Hallelujah. I'm going to go back. I'm going to get back to Exodus 16:22. 22. All right? And it came to pass that on the sixth day they gathered twice as much bread, two omers for one man. And all the rulers of the congregation came and told Moses. And he said unto them, This is that which who the Lord did y'all hear that have said, so not what Moses said. This is that which the Lord have said. Tomorrow is the rest of the holy sabbath unto the Lord. Bake that which ye will bake today and see that which ye will see, and that which remaineth over lay up for you to be kept until the morning. And they laid up and they laid it up till the morning as Moses bade. And it did not stink. Neither was there any worm therein. And Moses said, eat that today. For today is a Sabbath unto the, unto who? The unto the Lord. Today you shall not find it in the field. Six days you shall gather it. But on the seventh day. Which is the Sabbath, in it there shall not, or there shall be none. And it came to pass that there went out some of the people on the seventh day for to gather, and they found none. Do y'all see how stubborn people are? Yes, sir. Amen. And to think in this society that this same spirit doesn't permeate and persist and radiate in us. Would be ridiculous. They had just got finished hearing from the spokesman of the Lord. The prophet of the Lord Moses. And he clearly told them this is what the Lord says. But And even though he told them clearly that God was not going to put any bread out there in the fields. For you on the sixth day. I mean on the seventh day. Some of them still went out anyway. This nature still persists in a lot of us sitting right here today. No matter what somebody says. It could be just as true and actual and factual. You'll sit there, mute, nod your head. And then as soon as you get out of their presence, you will go do that which is right in your own eyes and in your own heart. It's like you can't wait to get out of their presence so you can go accomplish that, what you want to do. And this is the same nature that the children of Israel had. That's why I tell us all the time, it'd be better for you to not even bring up some things that you have in your heart that you would like to accomplish and do, if you, when you uh, come to some type of an authority figure and they tell you rising, you go against that. That's the problem with our natures today. That's the reason why that God's people are rebellious and stubborn and stiff-necked and stout-hearted. Because they can't be told anything because every man is right in his own eyes, just like the scripture tells us. And that's the reason why we're bearing down on this point right here because Moses next to Jesus, the greatest prophet that ever lived. And then you turn around and he's speaking right to the people for God clearly, in clear words easily easily to be understood and contrary to what he said, they still go out to try to look for some bread on the seventh day. Hallelujah. I would suggest that we need to examine ourselves and see where we're falling short in some area like this and where we persist in our behavior. Because, see, this type of persistence, not only does it affect the people here on the Sabbath day, but it is a spirit that affects you in every aspect of your life. It's like, you know, I remember when I was a teenager, I had all these thoughts in my head that said, I can't wait till I get away from, from my dad and my mama Course, mama wasn't too bad, mostly my daddy. You know what I mean? Because he was a disciplinary. I can't wait till I get out there so I can get some freedom. And of course, you know what spirit that was, don't you? Rebellion. And I had all the freedom pretty much in the world. He just didn't, he was looking out for my welfare and my, and my good. But, you know, when I had something already sold in my little wicked, defiled heart... Amen. Thought it just as soon as I got a little breathing room that I, I could be able to do whatever I wanted to do and find out it didn't work like that. Oh, yeah. So this thing goes on and on. You try to teach your children and their children and try to pass it on down the line, but man's nature is inherently rebellious. Yes, yes it is. All right. And watch this the 28th verse. And the Lord said unto Moses, See, the Lord saw this. How long refuse you to keep my commandments and my laws? Now, notice, he said my commandments, meaning plural, and my laws, meaning plural. And he used it as the example of somebody clearly going out and transgressing, didn't think God meant what he said, by going out on a seventh day to gather up bread when there wasn't going to be none. See, for the Lord have given you the Sabbath, Therefore, he giveth you on the sixth day the bread of two days. Make sure you have a double portion. Is that right? Abide ye every man in his place, and let no man go out of his place on the seventh day. So the people rested on the seventh day. Did y'all hear that? Now, believe it or not, you'll get some people to say, okay, we're not supposed to go nowhere on the seventh day. Well, that's only one scripture verse. You got to put it all together, brothers and sisters. Israel was together. And when he's talking about their place, their place was where they abode at. They were in unity. They weren't stretched out somebody in Knoxville, somebody in Memphis, the other one in Chattanooga, the other one in Bowling Green, like we are today. All right? But we're scattered today because of a prophecy, believe it or not, because of rebellion. God's people are. Exodus 20. We're going to the most popular text of the Ten Commandments. Of course, you do know it starts out with God says, is that right? All right. Exodus 20, verses 8 through 11. Remember the Sabbath day to keep it holy. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work. But the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy who? So whose Sabbath is it? The Sabbath of the Lord thy God. In it thou shalt not do any work. Thou. Thou means you. Nor thy son, nor thy daughter, nor thy manservant, nor thy maidservant, nor thy thy cattle, nor thy stranger that is within thy gates. For in six days the Lord made the heaven and the earth and all that in them is and rested on the what? Seventh day. So it's not hard for us to distinguish the Sabbath day. Genesis, the second chapter, clearly tells us that he rested on the seventh day. Is that right? Wherefore well, the Lord blessed the Sabbath day and he did what? Hallowed it. There go your proof text for the Lord's day. Hallelujah. All right. Exodus 31. Now, throughout your generations, Exodus 31 verses 12 through 18 are you listening yes, and the Lord spake unto Moses saying speak thou also unto the children of Israel saying verily my Sabbaths ye shall keep for it is a what sign did y'all hear that yes. it is a sign so brothers and sisters we keep the Sabbath day because it is a sign it's a sign not only to us but it's a sign to the world we're automatically saying that we are different when we obey this commandment. And we're going to find out about this sign, okay? Between me and you throughout your generations. So we say that we are of the seed of Abraham and we know that Moses come from the seed of Abraham. Is that right? Is that right? And we say we are the seed of Abraham, then no doubt we've got to be God's people. We must be God's people because even in this generation, contrary to our natural family bloodline, we are following the commandments of God. Hallelujah. All right. It is a sign between me and you throughout your generations that you may know that I am the Lord that do what? Sanctify you. So it is a sign for us to let us know that God has sanctified us. That means God has especially set us apart for his purpose. Sanctified. That means he has made you holy. Cleaned you. Washed you. You shall keep the Sabbath therefore. It is holy unto you. Not everybody else brothers and sisters. Unto you. Everyone that defiles it shall surely be put to what? Death. Everyone that defiles shall surely be put to what? Death. Now, let me tell you something, brothers and sisters, while we're in here for a second. You see, a lot of people say, well, we're not under that law. And I agree, 1,000%. We are not under that law. We're not under that law of death. Amen. Amen. Matter of fact, if 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 um you want to use a, a good example of ideal of not being under the law but under grace, you tell them, praise the Lord. It's God's grace that he hadn't killed you for breaking all them sabbaths that you've been doing. Because if anybody broke the Sabbath under the law, like you say, they died. Hallelujah. So it is God's grace that he didn't kill any of us. Calling ourselves God's people and breaking the Sabbath in ignorance. Make no difference. We did it. We still did it. So that's God's grace. And people, hey, you understand that. People better thank God if we're not under that law today. But you know what? The law must be fulfilled. So whether they, if they don't keep it now, the chances are they're going to spend all of the hell paying for it. All of eternity paying for it. I ask you a simple question. Can a man kill and just continue to be killing for no apparent reason whatsoever at all and expect to call heaven his home? Can a man or a woman commit adultery once every week and continue to think that they're going to walk right on in and bust right on into the kingdom of God and call themselves sanctified holy? No. Well, I submit the same thing to our minds today, that neither can a man nor a woman break God's holy Sabbath day and expect to go in to his holy kingdom. Amen. That's Amen. Amen. That's That's true. Okay. Amen. Many people would call that legalistic thank you. i will say thank you hallelujah amen, amen. 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 And, but anyway the 14th verse he shall keep the sabbath therefore is holy unto you everyone that defileth shall surely be put to death for whosoever doeth any work therein that soul shall be cut off from among his people six days may work be done but the seventh is the sabbath of rest Holy unto the Lord, whosoever doeth any work in the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. Wherefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath. See, some people say, well, that was for Israel, the children of Israel. Yeah, and many, many times you would hear throughout your generations. So either we're Israel or we're not. See, what happens is, is that people hear these scriptures. And so they disregard the scriptures because the first thing that comes up in their head is, is, is some dead relative that is pushing up graves in some cemetery that didn't keep the Sabbath. I will say, it's none of your business. You're not the mediator between him and God. Or they have in mind some what they call loved one who's still existing today. And I will say, that's none of your business. You thank God that your eyes are open yeah. Amen. and your ears can hear. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, anyway, he's still talking about death. And whosoever doeth any work in the Sabbath day, he shall surely be put to death. Wherefore, the children of Israel shall keep the Sabbath to observe the Sabbath throughout their what? Yes. Generations for a what? Perpetual. perpetual covenant. Did y'all hear that? Yes. Now, the last time I checked the word perpetual means ongoing. Existence forever, Amen. and then he uses this word covenant promise. Did you hear that? 17 verse again, it is a sign between me and the children of Israel. How long? Forever. For in six days the Lord made a heaven and earth, and on the seventh day he rested and was refreshed. And he gave to Moses when he had made. An end of communion. Communing with him on, on Mount Sinai. Two tables of testimony. Tables of stone written with the finger of God. Exodus 35. Verses 1 through 3. And Moses gathered all the congregation of the children of Israel together and said unto them. These are the words which the Lord have commanded that ye should do them. Six days shall work be done, but on the seventh day there shall be to you a holy day, a Sabbath of rest to the Lord. Whosoever doeth work therein shall be put to death. You think that he's uh, driving his home? You shall kindle no fire throughout your habitations upon the Sabbath day. Did y'all hear that? Leviticus 23. Now, mind you, I am just skimming the early part of the scriptures. Time would definitely fail us for us, ourselves, not time in itself. There's no way we can exhaust this subject. Now notice, all we're basically doing is reading the word of God. Has anybody heard anything about first day? Sunday? Anybody heard anything yet? Okay. What I say, Leviticus 23? Yes, sir. All right, verses 2 and 3. But we'll start the first one so we'll know who's doing the speaking and the Lord spake unto Moses saying so who's doing the speaking the Lord. amen the eternal king of glory the Lord speak unto the children of Israel and say unto them concerning the feast of the Lord which ye shall proclaim to be holy convocation even these are my feasts. six days shall work be done but on the seventh day is the Sabbath of rest a holy convocation ye shall do no work therein it is The Sabbath of the Lord in all your dwellings. He's pretty serious, isn't he? Convocation means a calling together. An assembly. Did y'all hear that? That's what the word convocation means, amen? Numbers 15. Numbers chapter 15, verses 22 through 36. This is very interesting. Listen closely. And if ye have heard and not observed all these commandments which the Lord has spoken unto Moses, even all that the Lord have commanded you by the hand of Moses from the day that the Lord commanded Moses and henceforth among your generations, then it shall be, if aught be committed by ignorance, without the knowledge of the congregation. That all the congregation shall offer one young bullock for a burnt offering for a sweet savior or a sweet savor unto the Lord with his meat offering and his drink offering according to the manner and one kid of the goats for a sin offering. Basically what they're saying is, is that if there be a group of people and all of them sin by not keeping his commandments through ignorance. Then take one bullock and offer it up for everybody. Rather than everybody coming with their own individual sacrifice. Today as a lot of churches be doing need to do a lot of repenting, isn't it? Or assemblies. Twenty-fifth verse. And the priest shall make an atonement for all the congregation of the children of Israel, and it shall be forgiven them, for it is ignorance, and they shall bring their offering, a sacrifice made by fire unto the Lord. And their sin offering before the Lord for their ignorance. And it shall be forgiven all the congregation of the children of Israel and the stranger that sojourn among them, seeing all the people were in ignorance. And if my soul, and if any soul sin through ignorance, then he shall bring a she goat of the first year for a sin offering. And the priest shall make an atonement for that, for the soul that sinneth ignorantly. When he sinneth by ignorance before the Lord to make an atonement for him, and it shall be forgiven him. Ye shall have one law for him that sinneth through ignorance, both for him that is born among the children of Israel and for the stranger that sojourneth among them. But the soul that doeth aught presumptuously, whether he be born in the land or a stranger, The same reproacheth the Lord, and that soul shall be cut off from among his people. Did y'all hear that? Because he have despised the word of the Lord. How many people you have told about the Sabbath, and they despise the word of the Lord? They can't claim ignorance no more because you told them about it. Well, now they cut off from Israel. Hi, Israel. So you don't think because when people separate themselves from you, you're blessed when they do that. But don't think when they separate themselves from you that they're doing it of their own admission and notion because of the, the spirit that is in their mind. They're doing it because they're cut off from Israel. Amen. Amen. And I tell you, and I say again, Israel has always been God's people. Yes, yep. And wherever Israel is, is what God's people are. Yeah. Israel is his firstborn, yes, his son. Amen. Amen. Because he had despised the word of the Lord and had broken his commandment, that soul shall utterly be cut off. His iniquity shall be upon him. Isn't that amazing? If somebody sinned through ignorance, even their iniquity shall be upon them. If somebody did it presumptuously, I mean, their iniquity shall be upon them. You hear that? Mm -hmm. Presumptuously. Mm -hmm. And while the children of Israel were in the wilderness, they found a man that gathered sticks upon the what day? the sabbath day and they found and they that found him gathering sticks brought him unto moses and aaron and to all the congregation and then believe it or not that's the reason why i'm going over this tonight because i've been asking the father all week long what are you going to be talking about and he said go over the sabbath that's why i heard my spirit say, so "That's the reason why i'm doing it and they put him inward because it was not declared what should be done to him to who? The one that picked up sticks on the Sabbath day. Is that right? And the Lord said, who who said it now? God, the Almighty, the Eternal, the Everlasting Father, the Prince of Peace, the I Am. Is that right? He's talking to Moses straight up. Is that right? The man shall surely, the man shall be surely put to death. He hasn't changed his mind, has he? He has not changed his mind one bit. I can't tell you how many times he's echoed that through Moses and him speaking to his own self. And I don't know what makes the people think that God was going to change his mind. If it wasn't going to be any work, I guess the same thing for picking up sticks on the Sabbath too, right? All right. And all the congregation shall stone him with stones without the camp. And all the congregation bought him without the camp and stoned him with stones and he died as the Lord commanded Moses. Y'all understand that? That's like taking, let say, that's like taking Tyler, putting him up here, and everybody here loves him. And everybody here got to pick up a stone and kill him. You know the reason why God took that route? To make sure he puts an impact inside the people's minds. To cause others to fear. Whoever got stoned, that was somebody's son. Or maybe somebody's daddy. But God said, don't you do anything on my Sabbath day. He did it to make an example. All right? And believe it or not, he's still doing the same things today, brothers and sisters. It's just a little bit different, which we'll see that. All right? Sure does make impact, doesn't it? Hallelujah. All right. Remember, God doesn't change. Deuteronomy chapter 5, this is where it's listed um, uh, the commandments also. Starting at verse 12, keep the Sabbath day to sanctify it as the Lord thy God have commanded thee. Six days shalt thou labor and do all thy work, but the seventh day is the Sabbath of the Lord thy God. The seventh day is the Sabbath of who? The Lord thy God in it thou shalt not do any work thou nor thy son nor thy daughter nor thy manservant nor thy maidservant nor thine ox nor thy ass nor anything nor any of thy cattle nor thy stranger that is within thy gates that thy manservant and thy maidservant may rest as well as thou. And remember that thou was a servant in the land of Egypt and that the Lord thy God bought thee out. Thence through a mighty hand and by a stretched out arm. Therefore the Lord thy God commanded thee to keep the Sabbath day. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Nehemiah chapter 13. Nehemiah. Starting at verse 15. And in those days, this is Nehemiah, and in those days I in Judah, some treading wine presses on the Sabbath, and bringing in sheaves and laden asses, as also wine, grapes, and figs, and all manner of burdens which they bought into Jerusalem on the Sabbath day. And I testified against them in the day wherein they sold victuals. There dwelt men of Tyre also therein, which bought fish, and all manner of ware and sold on the Sabbath day. And it sold on the Sabbath, excuse me, unto the children of Judah and in Jerusalem. Then I contended with the nobles, in other words, the elders of the land, the people of uh, great stature, the people who should know better than to allow such um, attitudes and uh, nonsense to persist. So he didn't go straight to the people that was doing it. He went straight to the leadership. Yes, then contending with the nobles of Judah and said unto them, What evil thing is this that you do and profane the Sabbath day? That's kind of like other, folk, other folks today. You often hear these statements like this. They'll say, well, I don't care what everybody else do, but ask for me in my house. Well, what if you're an elder? Can you still hold fast to that notion? No, brothers and sisters. One thing you need to not do is ever shirk responsibility. Just because you hold that mindset doesn't mean that God does. We are our brother's keeper. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Well, anyway, 17th verse again. Then contended I with the nobles of Judah and said unto them, What evil thing is this that ye do and profane the Sabbath day? Did not your father's dust and did not our God bring all this evil upon us and upon this city? Yet ye bring more wrath upon Israel by profaning the Sabbath. And it came to pass that when the gates of Jerusalem began to be dark. You think it's trying to tell us what time it is? Before the Sabbath. Notice, it began to be dark before the Sabbath because that dark is when the Sabbath is in. Is that right? Yeah. I commanded that the gate should be shut and charged that they should not be open till after the Sabbath. And some of my servants set I at the gate that there should no burden be bought in on the Sabbath day. You know. That's pretty sad that Nehemiah had to actually take some of his servants and put them by the gate on the Sabbath to make sure that nobody would go into Jerusalem. Yeah. Yeah. You know what kind of mindset it was? If he didn't put his servants there, they would have went in there and did the same thing like they did the previous Sabbaths. Uh-huh. Yeah. All right. So the merchants and sellers of all kind of where lodged without Jerusalem once or twice. See, they ain't even go nowhere. They're sitting there on the Sabbath two weeks in a row. Right there watching nearby guards and knowing they ain't going in because nearby got his guards sitting right there, the servants. See how rebellious people are? We're still this way today, brothers and sisters. Amen. Which we better stop being. Then testify against them. Then I testified against them and said unto them, Why lodge ye about the wall? If you do so again, I will lay my hands on you. And from that time forth, Came they no more on the Sabbath. Did you hear that? I love to live in them times. I know we're in captivity. Yeah, I do. I also know that those people outside these gates are not God's people too. That's why I don't trouble me none. These were God's people. Persisting in such rebellion and transgression against the Holy One of Israel, against the holy and just commandment of God. And there was one man that reproved the nobles of the land, the elders of the land, that was determined that he was going to keep God's commandment. He tried to excite their minds a little bit by telling them, Man, are you people crazy? Don't you remember all the evil that God brought upon us because we transgressed his word? We transgressed the Sabbath. And you're going to continue to persist in this bizarre behavior? Hallelujah, brothers and sisters. And I commanded the Levites that they should cleanse themselves. Isn't that something? Hey, priest, you cleanse yourselves. Wash yourself. Let's get some purification in here. Because if you was boldly proclaiming, living and teaching God's word, then the people wouldn't be in the condition that they're in today. And that they should come and keep the gates to sanctify the Sabbath day. Remember me, O God, concerning this also, and spare me according to the greatness of thy mercy. You think God would remember Nehemiah for that stand? I think God would remember it. I really, truly do. Hallelujah. Bless his holy name. Is that right? Yes, sir. Psalms 92. Long, long time ago. I guess it ain't really a long, long time ago. We used to go over this psalm every Sabbath day. Every Sabbath day. Probably start doing it again. If you read it, it says a psalm or a song for the Sabbath day. And it goes like this. It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praises unto thy name, O Most High. You see the reason why we praise so much on the Sabbath? It is a good thing to give thanks unto the Lord and to sing praise unto thy name, O Most High. To show forth thy loving kindness in the morning and thy faithfulness every night. Upon an instrument of ten strings and upon the psaltery, upon the harp with a solemn sound. For thou, Lord, hast made me glad through thy work. I will triumph in the works of thy hands. O Lord, how great are thy works and our thoughts are very deep. A brutish man, nor if not, neither do a fool understand this. When the wicked spring as the grass and when all other workers of iniquity do flourish, it is that they shall be destroyed forever. But thou, Lord, art most high forevermore. For, lo, thine enemies, O Lord. For, lo, thine enemies shall perish, and all of the workers of iniquity shall be scattered. But my horn shall thou exalt like the horn of a unicorn. I shall be anointed with fresh oil. My eye also shall see my desire. Own mine enemies and my ears shall hear my desire of the wicked that rise up against me. The righteous shall flourish like a palm tree. He shall grow like a cedar in Lebanon. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall see. They shall still bring forth fruit in an old age. They shall be fat. And flourishing. To show that the Lord is upright. He is my rock. And there is no unrighteousness. In him. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't that wonderful? The prophet Isaiah. Verse 56. The prophet Isaiah. Chapter 56 rather. And we're going to read verses 1 through 8. Thus said the Lord. Keep. You judgments and do justice, for my salvation is near to come and my righteousness to be revealed. Blessed is the man that doeth this, and the son of man that layeth hold on it, that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it and keep his hand from doing any evil. Neither let the son of the stranger that have joined himself to the Lord speak, saying, The Lord have utterly separated me from his people, neither let the eunuch Say, Behold, I am a dry tree. For thus said the Lord unto the eunuchs that keep my sabbaths and choose the things that please me. Somebody say, that choose the things that please me. And take hold of my covenant. Even unto them will I give in mine house and within my walls a place and a name better than that of sons and of daughters. I will give them an everlasting name that shall not be cut off. Remember the Bible teaches us that God's going to give us a new name. Hey, look at this now. Also, the sons of the strangers that join themselves to the Lord. That means everyone that comes to join themselves to God. How do people join themselves to God? By joining themselves to you who serve God. To serve him. And to love the name of the Lord, to be his servants, everyone that keepeth the Sabbath from polluting it, and take hold of my covenant. Even them will I bring to my holy mountain, and make them joyful in my house of prayer. Their burnt offerings and their sacrifices shall be accepted upon my altar, for my house shall be called a house of prayer for all people. The Lord God, which gather the outcasts of Israel, saith, yet Will I gather others to him Besides those that are gathered unto him Beautiful Just flat out beautiful Isaiah 58 verses 13 and 14 If we get anything out of this We'll start at verse 12 Okay Isaiah fifty-eight twelve. And they that shall be of thee Shall build up the old waste places don't it seem like we're building up the old waste places because in this country, boys, hardly the Sabbath even hardly mentioned. Yeah. Yeah. Huh? And thou shalt rise up the foundations of many generations and thou shalt be called the repairer of the breach, the restorer of the past to dwell in. If thou turn away thy foot from the Sabbath, from doing thy pleasure on my holy day and call the Sabbath a delight, the holy of the Lord, honorable, and shalt honor him not doing thy own ways, nor finding thy own pleasure, nor speaking thy own words. Then shalt thou delight thyself in the Lord. And I will cause thee to ride upon the high places of the earth and feed thee with the heritage of Jacob, thy father. For the mouth of the Lord hath spoken it. Hallelujah. Amen. Isaiah sixty-six twenty-two. For as the new heavens, somebody say new heavens. Yeah. Sounds like when he, God had destroyed everything and then we're in the new now. Remember that? He promised he going to create a new heaven and a new earth. Is that right? For as the new heavens and the new earth, which I will make, shall remain before me, saith the Lord, so shall your seed and your name remain. That's why you have to train them up now, brothers and sisters. Then he says, look at this, and it shall come to pass that from one new moon to another and from one Sabbath to another shall all flesh come to worship before me, saith the Lord. Amen. See, so in the new heavens and new earth, we're going to still be keeping the Sabbath. Yeah. Amen. Ain't going to be done away with, brothers and sisters. Amen. Jeremiah 17, 21. You wanna, now, y'all remember, brothers and sisters. Always, If you see us just giving maybe one or two scriptures, always read before and after when you get time to study for yourself what you should make every night, every morning, or sometime, or at least daily. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jeremiah 17, 21. We're going to start right there, okay? Thus said the Lord, take heed to yourselves and bear no burden on the Sabbath day, nor bring it in by the gates of Jerusalem neither carry forth a burden out of your houses on the Sabbath day neither do any work but hallow ye ye the Sabbath day as I commanded your fathers but they obeyed not neither inclined their ear but made their neck stiff you ever seen people do that when you start talking about the Sabbath that they might not hear nor receive instruction It shall come to pass. If ye diligently hearken unto me, saith the Lord, to bring in no burden through the gates of this city on the Sabbath day, but hallow the Sabbath day, to do no work therein, then shall there enter into the gates of this city kings and princes sitting upon the throne of David, riding in chariots and upon horses. They and their princes, men of Judah, and the inhabitants of Jerusalem and the city shall remain. How long? Forever. And they that shall come from the cities of Judah and from the places um, about Jerusalem and from the land of Benjamin and from the plain and from the mountains, and from the south, bringing burnt offerings and sacrifices and meat offerings and incense, and bringing sacrifices of praise unto the house, of the Lord sacrifices are what? Praise. I keep telling you you need to really diligently get that into your spirit. When you when you can't come to the house of the Lord with praises, I'm telling you you got some problems. You hadn't been serving God. Amen. But if you will not hearken unto me to hallow the Sabbath day and not to bear a burden, even entering in at the gates of Jerusalem on the Sabbath day, then will I kindle a fire in the gates thereof, and it shall devour your places of Jerusalem, and it shall not be quenched. Amen? Over to the New Covenant, Matthew 28, verse 1. You know, a lot of people accuse us of only being Old Testament. And, and believe me, I, this is by no means necessary an exhaustive reading of the Sabbath. When we hear the word being read, we're hearing God speak to us just like he would if he was speaking to us in our spirit. Amen. Hallelujah. In the end of the Sabbath, as it began to dawn towards the first day of the week, so it did identify the Sabbath, right? In the end of the Sabbath, as they began to dawn towards the first day of the week, came Mary, Magdalene and the other Mary to see what? The sepulcher. You know why? They wasn't sitting there out there at the grave site on the Sabbath day. Did y'all hear that? Did y'all hear that? No, they was resting according to the commandment. You know Jesus' body was in the grave on the Sabbath according to the commandment too? You better believe it. Did y'all hear that? Yes, sir. Mark 1 21. And they went into Capernaum and straightway on the Sabbath day, he entered into the synagogue and taught. What did he do on the Sabbath day? He entered in and he taught. Did you hear that? Mark 2 27. And he said unto them, talking about Jesus, the Sabbath was made for man and not man for the Sabbath therefore the Son of Man is Lord also of the Sabbath somebody say Jesus is Lord of the Sabbath, of the Sabbath. would that be a good translation would that be a good interpretation yes, sir. amen you better believe it Mark 6 2 remember before and after okay saints and when the Sabbath day was come He began to teach in the synagogue, and many hearing him were astonished, saying, From whence have this man these sayings? And what wisdom is this which is given unto him, that even such mighty works are wrought by his hands? Well, let me tell you something, brothers and sisters. You know, God keeps telling us about this sign and stuff, and you'll find out that some of the most powerful preachers and teachers of God's word that they're all the ones who keep the Sabbath. You better believe it. You better believe it. Some of the most powerful and anointed preachers and teachers you've ever met in your life is the ones who keep God's commandments. Yes, sir. Amen. See, I, I just tell them flat out that a lot of people are, are teaching another Jesus. That's why I don't have no power. Whoever kingdom you are of and from, you will resemble his nature. You will do his works. It's not hard to miss out on it. You understand brother so All of us got to admit that Man we were serving the wrong Jesus I'll be the first one to admit that Amen. Form of God is the power We thought we were serving Jesus Man we getting to feel good Sure was yeah. Keep telling you, Jesus his word It's just like a law of gravity What goes up must come down yeah. Is that right? Yes sir. yes sir You use the name Jesus Power and authority in that name You better believe it mm-hmm. Alright watch this Mark 15, 42. I figure why not just comb the book of Mark. And now, when Eve was come, because it was the preparation. Did you hear that? And now when Eve will come because of the preparation, the preparation is the day before the Sabbath. All right? That is the day before the Sabbath. <laughs> Hear that? Yes. Now when he was come, because it was the preparation that is the day before the Sabbath, you can't get no clearer than that. Ah, hallelujah. They were preparing. What were they doing? You got that right. Mark 16, 1. And when the Sabbath was passed. When the Sabbath was what? Past. Mary Magdalene and Mary and the mother of Jesus and the mother of James and Salome had bought sweet spices that they might come and anoint him. Mark 16, 1. Did y'all hear that? Notice they did this when the Sabbath was passed. I don't see nobody being taught on what they call the first day. I see people running all over the place. Amen? Luke 4, 16. This is one of my favorite ones right here. I got this one memorized backwards and forward. Don't y'all want to follow Jesus' custom? Huh? And he came to Nazareth, where he had been brought up, and as his custom was, he went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and stood up for to read. You hear that? It was his custom, something he did continually. Huh? Luke four thirty one, and came down to Capernaum, a city of Galilee, and taught them on the Sabbath days. You hear that? You remember read before and after. Luke twenty three fifty four. Are y'all writing these down? That's good. Y'all can write them down because blessed to hear them. Amen. Luke 23, 54. And the day was the preparation and the Sabbath drew on. You understand it, right? Amen. And the women also which came with him from Galilee followed after and beheld the sepulcher and how his body was laid. And they returned and prepared spices and ointments and rested the Sabbath day according to the. The commandment. Amen. We're talking about new covenant now, brothers and sisters. Amen. They rested according to the Amen. commandment. Amen. See what they did was they went ahead and got the body prepared and stuff. Amen. Amen. Yes, sir. Because when Jesus was dead, he was in the in the grave on, Yeah, well, he's resting on the Sabbath day. Amen. Yes, he was. Yeah. You better be according to the commandment. Hallelujah. hallelujah, amen, hallelujah, let me get him, amen, did you hear that Jericho, amen, amen, get a good old Baptist amen in there. amen, that dead stuff, you know, I get a lot of people mad at me because they, uh, I don't know, I guess I mock them too bad, anyway, let's go to Acts 13, 14, we're going to go to the book of Acts, okay, the book of Acts, the book of Acts 13, 14. All right? We'll start at Acts 13, 13. Now, when Paul and his company loosed from Papas, they came to Perga and Pithelia, and John departed from them, returned to Jerusalem. But when they departed from Perga, they came to Antioch and Persidia and went into the synagogue on the Sabbath day and sat down. Seems like a lot of people in modern day terms going to church on the Sabbath, don't I don't know how to go to church since you to church, but yeah. go to the assembly. Is that right? Yeah. Verse 27 of, of Acts 13. For that they dwelled at Jerusalem and their rulers because they knew him not, nor yet the voices of the prophets which are read every Sabbath day, they have fulfilled them in condemning him isn't that something Acts 13 42 and when the Jews were gone out of the synagogue the Gentiles besought that these words might be preached to them the next Sabbath and when the congregation was broken up many of the Jews and religious proselytes followed Paul and Barnabas who speaking to them persuaded them to continue in the grace of of God, and the next Sabbath day came almost a whole city together to hear the word of God. Amen. The next what day? We're in a new covenant, Amen. new testament. Amen. Hmm, sound pretty good to me. Acts fifteen twenty one. For Moses of whole, for Moses of old time, hath in every city them that preached to him being read in the synagogue every. Sabbath day, and you know people. Hey, they used to esteem Moses pretty high. Now they blaspheme and talk about him like a pig and dog and everything else. I'm telling you, it's sad. Acts 16 verse 13. And on the Sabbath we went out of the city by the riverside where prayer was wont to be made, and we sat down and spake unto the women which resorted thither. Isn't that something? why because man they can get ready to do some baptism baptizing I went to a baptism not long ago and the preacher didn't know all the scriptures so the only thing he could say was repent and be baptized because you knew they wasn't going to do it in the name of Jesus according to the commandment the only thing he could do is just say repent and be baptized you know yeah repent and be baptized Every one of you, in the name of Jesus Christ, for the remissions of sins. Now you see the reason why people don't receive the Holy Ghost? And you shall receive the gift of the Holy Ghost. I'm telling you, religion is a killer, brothers and sisters. A flat-out killer. I don't know about you, but when I started finding out a lot about God's truth, I was mad. I was highly upset. I didn't think about mom and daddy. Man, forget them. I don't think about my soul. Amen. And I teach people, you think about your soul. Amen. You start playing around with my eternal destiny, boy, we got problems. It's already bad enough. I'm doing a job of it myself. I don't need your help. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Now you see the reason why I use such fire and zeal for truth now. And I challenge every single man who say he knows God's word. Any platform, any place, any time, anywhere. Amen. Still ain't got no takers. All these years. I don't blame them. If I was a coward, I wouldn't take it easy. Somebody say, what are you doing, Pat? That's called provoking. That's called boldness, too. I know in whom I believe in. And I'm persuaded that he is able to keep that which I've committed unto him against that day. Isn't that something even a day in that one? is that something? Acts 17 verse 2. And Paul, as his manner was. Y'all hear that? A literal mannerism. As his manner was went in unto them and three Sabbath days reasoned with them out of the scriptures so can we automatically say that Paul was keeping the Sabbath it was, and it, it was so much a part of it, it was just his manner is that right Acts 18 4 and he reasoned in the synagogue every Sabbath and persuaded the Jews and the Greeks persuaded to who the Jews and the Greeks every Sabbath. Huh? You want to know how long did Paul stay there? Verse 11. And he continued there a year and six months teaching the word of God among them. Isn't that something? Isn't that something? Isn't that something? What's half of 52? Come on, you mathematicians. And what's 52 plus 24? 21, 21 and, uh, 52, so 73. 73. Paul was there. He 73 times he, went, he was teaching them on the Sabbath. Wow. That's some teaching. Wouldn't you agree? Yes, Amen. Man. Colossians 2.16. You know we got to get this one in there. We, we you you can't pass this one, this is this? Because this is one that's been the most oh Lord our mercy. That's because they come from the spirit, you know, they come from a spirit of um uh of lying. Yes, Amen. Amen. Yeah, you remember, we'll start the 14th verse. You remember over in Exodus 31? You remember verses 18? Where it says that the commandments are written with the finger of God. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now over in Colossians the fourteen, uh Colossians 2:14 says. Blotting out the handwritings of ordinance. God did not write the commandments with his hand. He wrote it with his finger. Etched in stone. That was against us and were contrary to us and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. And whenever I ask people that, y'all to see how stumped they get. See, we all been brought up in our little old Protestantism. And we're familiar with that ignorance. Mm-hmm. But God now commands us everywhere, a man everywhere, to repent. Yeah. And that's what we're doing. Every time we receive truth, we're repenting. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Hallelujah. Yes. But blind not the handwriting, the ordinance that was against us, contrary to us, and took it out of the way, nailing it to the cross. He didn't nail the Sabbath to the cross because that wasn't against us. Because right. remember, if it was nailed to the cross, then why Peter keeping it and Paul keeping it and Barnabas keeping it? And then teaching people over in the book of Acts, Sabbath after Sabbath after Sabbath after Sabbath, and then people hanging around, waiting to keep on hearing it. Amen. And having spoiled principalities in power, he made a show of them openly triumphing over them. Here's the key, brothers and sisters let no man therefore judge you in meat or in drink. So don't let nobody judge you because you don't eat pig they try to turn that around on you you know, you let no man judge you cause you the one got the word of God you know what's written in here yeah. Amen. don't you let them judge you yes, sir. because you ain't eating the pig and the catfish Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. you hear that the, the, the word is written to believers to Christians yes, you let no man judge you Amen. Amen. in meat or in drink or respect of a holy day don't even let them judge you because you keep the feast days You tell them, now, don't judge me. Since you want to always holler and scream, don't judge. (laughs) Why are you sitting up there, condemn me contrary to the law? Amen. 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 See, what they've done is play this reverse psychology on us and make us automatically trying to assume Sunday. But look at this, look at this or of a new moon, or of the Sabbath days. Don't let nobody judge you because you keep the Sabbath day. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Oh, hallelujah. Amen. And every time you turn around, what are people doing? Why come you ain't eating this? Why come you don't do this? Why come you ain't doing that? Amen. Amen. What, what's amazing me is they think we never have done what they've done before. I mean, I mean, they just think that we have never, never kept pagan devil Sunday. They think we never ate ate porky pig. I mean, they just believe we're oblivious to this stuff. It's sad. Amen. All right, hey, Hebrews four. We'll stop right there. Amen. Hebrews four. Hey, you can't get that. Let me ask you something. We're in a new covenant all right we're in a new covenant right okay let us therefore fear lest the promise of being left us of entering into his rest what's the subject rest, rest. rest. his rest look at this any of you should seem to come short of it short of what rest his rest for unto us was the gospel preached as well as unto them. But the word preached did not profit them, not being mixed with faith in them that heard it. Of we, course, we saw rebellion, didn't we? Yes, yeah. Oh, yeah. For, which, for we which have believed do enter into, somebody say that word, rest. 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 As he said. So the subject is rest. Amen. Amen. Is that right? alright let's go on and see what kind of rest because I've heard all kinds of opinions but I rather stick with what the word says as I have sworn in my wrath if they shall enter into my rest although the works were finished from the foundations of the what word. he finished all his work on the sixth day right, right. and on the seventh day he what somebody say said word Rested. Wow, that that was the foundation of the world, right? Uh All right, let's go on. For he spake in a certain place on the seventh day on this wise, and God did rest on the seventh day from all his what? Is that not what the Bible just got finished telling us over in Genesis chapter two, verses one through three? Yes or no? Subject is rest. Wow. And in this place again, if they shall enter into my what? He's talking about a physical rest. Seeing therefore a remainder that some must enter therein, And they to whom it was first preached. Enter not in because of what? So why do people do not keep the Sabbath today? Why come people don't rest today? Because of unbelief. I'm sorry. I really do not mean to condescend to men of such low estate here today, brother and sister. But you do know that I have to talk in such a way that I do have to condescend a little bit. If that make you happy, I'll put myself lower than you. But I'm trying to break this down so simple that even a child can understand it. That's how I believe the scriptures is read. It's, it's so easy that a child can understand it. It's not the subject rest. And is it not just giving us all kind of examples of what kind of rest he's talking about? Amen. See, the only way you're going to notice is if you got the word in you. Is that right? Amen. So they didn't enter in because of unbelief, right? right? Now look at this. Again, he limited a certain day. Yeah. A certain what now? Yeah. He limited. Amen. Put limitations on it. Right. A certain day. A certain day. Amen. In day. Today. After so long a time, as it is said, Today, if ye will hear his voice, do what? Harden not your heart. How many times? Hey, what's the subject? Rest. For if Jesus, yes, Jesus. had given them rest, because remember, what people say, We're not, we rested in Jesus. Oh, for if Jesus <laughs> had given them rest. Come on. <laughs> they better stop lying on Jesus. Yeah, amen. 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 Yes, sir. For if Jesus had given them rest, then would he not afterwards have spoken of another day? Amen. And Jesus did not speak of Sunday. No amen. 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 Or any other one. <laughs> amen. Yeah. Or any other one falls that go. There, it, it look, there remaineth therefore a rest yes. to the people of God. you the people of God? Amen. Yes, sir. Then come aside and rest with him for a while. Amen. According to the commandment. Yes. Amen. For he that is entered into his what? Amen. You mean, so, yeah, you got to enter into this. Yeah, you got yeah, to enter into this. Amen. It ain't as easy as resting as you think it is. Huh? Let's see. Let's make sure it's talking about rest now. Because you know we can't. If we stick with the word. I'm sure we won't be deceived. For he that is entering to his rest. He also has ceased from his own what? Oh. Look at that. As God did from his. Wow. When did God cease from his works? On a Sabbath day Somebody You can go right back To Genesis chapter 2 1, 2, 3 amen. Is that right? Amen. Now look at this Let us labor Therefore to enter Into that rest <laughs> It's a labor To enter into that rest Hey when you first start Keeping a Sabbath It is a labor Because we don't know How to rest yeah, amen. It's a learned behavior rest of some people is just sleeping. The rest of me is not doing nothing. Amen. I get enough sleep, but it's not doing nothing. I, I kind of like that. Yeah. That's why when the Sabbath day comes, I praise <laughs> the Lord. Amen. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Amen. Watch this. Let us labor, therefore, and enter into that rest, lest any man fall after the same example of unbelief. For the word of God is quick and powerful, sharpening any two-edged sword, piercing even to the dividing asunder of soul and spirit, and of the joints and marrow, and it is a discerner of the thoughts and the intents of the heart. Neither there any creature that is not manifested in his sight. But all things are naked and open unto the eyes of him in whom we have to do. Whole entire chapter dedicated just to his rest. New Testament too. Praise the Lord. Hope some way, somehow he's edifying this one. We bless the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father, for your word of truth and your rest. We bless you, Jesus. Thank you for it. Hallelujah. Amen. Bless y'all.